Welcome everyone to the oh, here's on. Welcome everyone to the Shi'ur of Torah sponsored uh, for some for the zechut of uh, Shlomo. Bezat Hashem will be starting on Gimel Amud Bet at the bottom of the page. We're up to the words. On the bottom of Gimel Bet. So the Gemara is discussing the first case of the Mishnah where it says that a person who has a sukkah that's too tall according to the Chachamim is pasul. The Gemara is discussing particular cases where would a person be okay if you had a too tall sukkah what are, you, what are your tricks to get out of it? It says The person has a sukkah that's too tall and he wants to lower his sukkah but instead of actually lowering the sukkah, which would be fine according to all opinions, he chooses to do it in an innovative way where he raises the level of the floor. And by raising the level of the floor, the halal of the sukkah, the airspace in the sukkah, will be less than 20 and should be fine. The problem here is, lo have a miut. The Gemara says, not the miut. Why not? Because, bat la daita et adam. The Gemara is going to say, avagav de batinu Even though the fellow is willing to... Uh, nullify the Karim Sutot. Karim Sutot are pills and blankets. People rarely, this is picture number one that we put on the WhatsApp chat. People rarely, or if ever, use pillows and blankets as part of a floor. Welcome, Alan. Rarely use pillows and blankets as part of the floor. And being that they rarely use pillows and blankets as part of the floor, Chachamim say, even though he's Batinu Kol Shabbat, it's still Batatata to Kol Adam. Tevin ubitlo. Let's say instead of using kanim ksutot to, did you find it here? Yes. Yeah. Instead of kanim ksutot, he just chose picture number two. He chose to use tevin. He has bales of straw. For example, his sukkah is. Hold on. His sukkah is twenty-one. Hold on a second. I have to give this guy my book. One second. Um, if a person has bales of straw and the bales of straw are on the floor so there if you mevat law then it does work since bales of straw are not significant things therefore a person who specifically is mevatelet have a meat is a good meat definitely if you put dirt there of course dirt belongs on the floor and it's even easier to mevatel to the floor of the item now, what about Tevin ve'en atid lifnoto? If I have um, dirt and I don't plan to get rid of it, va'afar stam machlokah rebiosi rebanan. That would be machlokah rebiosi rebanan. The tanan because we learned. Now, uh, I'm going to just show you a little chart that we made over here that should clarify. I don't know if you could see it over here, but uh, could you see it over here, Binyamin? Binyamin, could you see the chart? Joey, you can see it? Okay. Okay, so the chart goes as follows. If I have pillows, no matter what I do, there's four levels of nullification. Bitlo means I specifically nullified it. Anati Diflato means I'm not planning to get rid of it, but it's not nullified. Stam means I didn't specify anything. And Atid Diflato means I'm actually planning to, to take it out over the seven, course of the seven days of the holiday. Now, in the pill, these, these are successively worse. 
Pitlo is the best case. Pillows is no good in the first case, so we know that pillows will never become a floor, no matter in any case that you're talking about. Now, straw and dirt are successful. Dirt is the most batel. So, bitlo are good on dirt and straw. Now, atidlifnoto is no good by all of them. The, these three cases are machlokets, one, two, and three, and the stam straw case, everyone agrees, is no good. Okay, is that a clear, uh, clear enough thing? Could everyone see that? Is that clear? So we're going to discuss the machloket. Now, these three machloket cases are going to come up right over here in the Mishnah. Now, the, the case of the Mishnah they're going to talk about is uh, the, they're being approved from between Rabbi Yossi and the Chachamim is a case in Ohalot. So let me give you a quick background to the case of Ohalot. In Ohalot, the halacha is that Tum'ah, if you have a dead body, it depends where it is. If you have a dead body that's lying on the street, the halakha is the tuma of the dead body shoots up to the sky. And even if a person is hang gliding 100 feet above the dead body, that person has become tamerified and needs the para aduma in order to get purified. If the, para, if the dead body is not in a, not in, not in a open area, rather it's in a house, then the house will hold in the tumah of the dead body and it has a, a plus and a minus on the one hand the plus is that since it's in the house a person walking over the roof of the house fixing the shingles of roofs on that house is now tahor, tahor and he does not eat a mikvah because it got held in by the house on the other hand person walking alongside the dead body if ha- had the dead body been outside he'd be fine because I didn't go over the dead body. But now that you're in a house, the tumah spreads over the whole house, and the person walking alongside the dead body becomes tamerified. Now, that's only true if the house has an airspace of a tefach. But if the house was full of things that, that are batel, so the house is not a house anymore. You have to at least, this house has an airspace of six feet, eight feet, right? Most houses do. But let's say you'd have a house that would be full of dirt, all the way to the top with a dead body in it then the dead body would be like it's in the street and the roofer would become Tameh because he's in a place where the dead body is uh, he's walking over a dead body that's outside now we're going to have Machloket when you fill the house with stuff similar to us what kind of stuff make the house nullified and the roofer Tameh and what type of house don't, don't make the, what type of stuff doesn't make it you with me Joe or no? You ready? Joe, that menu, not Joseph P. Let's go. Says the Gemara. Ah, so it says the Gemara. The Tanan, fourth line down. A house that was full of straw. Or pebbles, which is like dirt. And you nullify it. It's nullified. It sounds like dirt needs to be nullified. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Okay? That's the strict opinion. That's the XXX opinion. Okay? Vitani Alava, we learned a bright on this. If I have straw that's not, that I'm not intending to get rid of, it's like Afarstam. Right? So therefore, it fits exactly like we said that the Machloket is in these three cases that have an X and a check. Is that clear, guys? Next case. Shimshin, you got it? Good. I'm assuming you guys on, what's, on Zoom are okay. 
Next case. This was put on the watch step check as number, picture number three. You have a sukkah that's too tall. And this guy is doing a different trick to, to lower it. What he wants to do is he wants, he, he's counting the skach. Instead of having flat skach, this guy decided to use tree skach. And the tree skach comes in within thing. Let's say you have a 21 foot tall, 21 foot tall uh, sukkah. And the 21 amotol, and the hutzin are going in. The skach is going in below 19. And therefore, since the, if you count, if you measure from the floor to the top of the skach, it's 21. But if you measure from the floor to the bottom of the skach, it's only 19. How do you measure? So says the Gemara. You measure the bottom of the skach, and you see, does the, 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 the skach that's at 19, or this, all the skach together that's below 20, does that have more shade than sun? If so, it's independent skach. It doesn't need the skach above it, and it's fine. But if it's only more shade than sun with the inclusion of the skach that's above 20, then we have to discount the skach that's above 20, and the whole sukkah becomes not a sukkah, and you cannot sit there. Okay? Now we're going to have the reverse case. Here's an interesting case. Says the In a case where the sukkah was only 10 tefachim tall. Here, the sukkah is hand, handing at the minimum size. The, the, the minimum size of the sukkah is 10 tefachim. If it's a 9 tefachim sukkah, your sukkah is completely pasul. That's okay, so you have a tenth vachim exactly. But the problem is, instead of putting bamboo, which would make your sukkah okay, you put hutzin, which are going into the ninth vachim, making a nine, which is basul. So over here, it's the reverse. In this case, Joey, if we're measuring, if, if the skach that's below ten, the skach that's below ten is more shade than sun, so we count it as skach. And now you have only nine vachim, and it's no good. If the skach that's within 10 is more sun than shade, so it's really not skach, and then the sukkah is kosher, the opposite. Okay? Joey Abadi, did I lose you yet? No, I'm still here, I'm listening. Good, I just want to make sure you're following. Okay. I'm following. Says the Gemara. So let's read it inside. Abaya thought to say, if it's more sun than shade, it's kosher. Like we thought. Rabbi says, no. This is a lousy dina. If you have a dwelling that has, even though it's more sh- uh, shade than sun than shade, so it's not the the, the thing that goes within ten tefachim is not really countable. Welcome, Nathan, right? But it's called it's a person who has to has doesn't have enough airspace of ten tefachim. He can't live in a house like that. So it's called a smelly dira, smelly dwelling, and it doesn't count no matter what, even if it's more shade than sun. New case. These are all cases on the first case of the Mishnah. If it's more than twenty, I'm more tall. Okay, here's a case where the guy is building a platform inside. He's not going to put pillows and blankets or anything like that. He's going to build a solid platform. But he doesn't build it in the whole inside like the previous case of the, of the, 
of the pillows and blankets and the and the straw. Here he does it in the middle, Keneged Kula. The picture that you have on the WhatsApp is clear. Uh, if you don't want to use the picture in the WhatsApp, you can look at the picture in the Gemara. The top picture is an aerial view of the sukkah without the skach. So you see, there's an itztaba, a platform being built on the bottom. Maybe we should close the door and drop. Okay. Good. By the way, it's a kenegidofan MC Kula. The Yeshbach Shes Sukkah Kishira. So. If there, if this platform has hechsher sukkah, which means the platform is already at least seven by seven tevachim, then we'll say that it's kosher. Okay. Good, yeah. Then we'll say it's kosher. Minatzad, if it's on the side, so you, here you have a side. Then Then it's no good if there's four amot from the kota to the wall. Let's explain what's going on. The reason why it's okay on top on the top picture is because as long as you have on top of the on top of the platform seven by seven, I have an independent sukkah. This sukkah has three walls because the platform is touching all three walls. The three walls is the minimum size of a sukkah, and therefore it's fine. On the lower sukkah. The platform is only touching two walls. You see, if you look in your Gemara, or you look on the WhatsApp, Itzav Minatzad is only touching two walls. So that's a two-wall sukkah, and would be pasul. The only way we could ever allow it is if it's less than four amot away from the, the, the wall that's far from it. Why? Because over there we could use the Halakha Moshe Mishinai called Dofan Akuma. In Dofan Akuma, the fact that the skach on top reaches... From, from the platform to the far wall, we can allow the skach on top to be counted as wall. And it looks like the wall that's far is going up to the top, and the skach is an extension of it, which is a bent wall that goes all the way to the platform and will kosherify it. Okay? So that's, if it's dalanamot away, it works. So let's read inside. If there is from the lip of the platform, la kotel to the wall, If it's less, less than that, kishira it's kosher, right? Ask the Gemara, my kamashlan. What are you trying to teach me? That we say dofan akuma. Tanina, we already know that from another case. Here's the other case over here. I'll put it up in front of you. If you have, we'll do it outside first. You have a house over here, and unfortunately the roof caved in. That happened before Sukkot, and being that Sukkot is coming, the people are innovative, and they decided they want to put skach instead of the roof, and that, that will, they'll use their house as a sukkah for the seven days Sukkot before they repair their roof. Now, there is still a wall left on a four amort uh, perimeter around all four sides. Okay? So, if you have a house like this, If the roof is more than four amort, it's pasul. So we see that's kosher. So since I have a Mishnah saying the same thing, 
Why would I need you to tell me this law? I could see it from the Mishnah. Says the Gemara. Ma'u I would have thunk. Hatam hu Over there, it's fit for a wall. Avalacha de lo you wouldn't have figured it out from the Mishnah case. Because in the Mishnah cases, the walls of this house are fit for a wall. Because they're not more than 20 amot tall. They're fit for sukkah walls. But in our case, where the itztaba is very, very tall. Sorry. Uh, here's the case. Where it's very, very, very tall. And this wall over here is more than 21 amot tall. 21 amot tall. Therefore, you might say, Hey, you can't do Dauphin Akuma on a wall that's not a kosher wall. In order for Dauphin Akuma to work, you have to be a Dauphin, a sukkah wall. And this wall of the sukkah is not really a sukkah wall, because it's 21 Amotol. That's the Chidush coming to tell you, no, even a wall like this, that's 21 Amotol, can be Dauphin Akumaized. And you could use it for your sukkah and bend it as long as it's less than 4 Amot. Is that clear? Shimshin, you with us? Okay. Says the Gemara further. New case. If it's taller than ten, than twenty amot tall, and I made a platform in the middle. That's this case over here. Coming here, you have a platform in the middle of the item. Okay, so black platform in the middle, that on the platform it's less than 20 amot. But around the sides, it's all above 20 amot. So in this case, says the Gemara, Im yesh misvat itzvah ladofen alba amot l'kol ruach v'ruach, pesula, pachol mi'alba amot k'shira. So you measure to all three sides. As long as it's less than four amot to all three sides, it's kosher. More, it's not kosher. It's the same question. My kamas, what are you teaching me? Damin and dofen akuma, hai noach? You already told us that we see Dofan Akuma. Mar says, no. Ma'u deyma Dofan Akuma ruach ha'chat ha'minan. Ha'lokol ruach ruach lo. Lo. Kamash malanat. You might have thunk, if I didn't write this extra case, you might have thunk that Dofan Akuma only works to one direction. The Haidush here is that you could do Dofan Akuma to three directions, to all three directions, and still it's kosher. Okay. Case number, I don't know what. Ha'ita v'chuta miyut t'vachim v'chakak b'kadil ha'shmel ha'sara. Here you have a, a, a sukkah, which is in the reverse situation. Over here, your sukkah is less than 10 amot, 10 tevachim tall. But I dug a basement in order to make it 10 tevachim tall. Same idea. Im yesh misvat chakak lekotad gimel tevachim pesula. Pachot mikan pekeshira. Now this is an interesting one. Here, it goes the opposite. If from the wall of the, the, the dig out to the side you need three tvachim, otherwise it doesn't work. Right? Let's see if we get this clear. Right? If it's less than three tvachim, oh, you came here in, in person? Oh, much better. I thought you were coming from Jittiesville. Okay. Welcome, Joe. I like it better in person. You're missing the death over there. Okay. No, he was on the Zoom already. You ready? So here, here in this case, let's see if we get the case over here. One second, Shimshin. Missing the dollar. 
Oh, you're missing Dalit, not so good. Better if you have Dalit, because... I don't want to get you one, hold on. Oh, here we go. Here's the case, it's not so clear, but if you look at this case here, okay? So you have a house, you have a sukkah that's less than... Let's get this guy in the program, you just hold it. Okay? You have a sukkah that's less than 10 tvachim tall. So it's, let's call it seven. And we dug a hole that if you step into the hole, now you have 10 tvachim. Now, the rule is that over here, if it's less than three tvachim to the wall, then it's okay, we're going to lavud it. But if it's more than three tvachim, we're not going to say lavud, and therefore it's not going to be kosher. Over here, we don't say dalit amot. Now, the Gemara is going to try to clarify. Over here, we said, when you had a sukkah that was too tall, we said that you could have four amot. As long as less than four amot, you can say dope on akuma, and it's going to work. Over here, we're saying that you only have three tvachim. It's a very huge difference. Three tvachim is not even one amma. So how come over here, we were lenient, and we let you have four amma to say dope on akuma, and over here, we're not allowed? Would you know on your own, Joseph? What? Proportion. It's not the portion. Let's see. Says the Gemara on top of Dalai Mubet. Why over there do we say you have four amot? What's the difference over here? That we said three tefachim. Says the Gemara. Over there, it already is a wall. You don't have to make it a wall. So if it's already a wall, you could dofanakumaize it. The way we're working is dofanakuma. We're bending the wall. You can only bend the wall that is a wall. Over here, being that it's only nine tefachim tal, so the isn't a wall yet. If it's not a wall yet, you can't use the laws of Dovan Akuma. Only with Lavud, which works for everything, then you can use it. But if it's, if it's uh, too small, you can't do it. You got it? Okay, good. Further. Here's an interesting case. You have a case of a sukkah that's 10 tvachim tall. Right? No, 20 amot tall. And I make it a, a platform in the middle, which is 10 tvachim. And it has hechshir sukkah. But it's far from the walls. Where's the case? Uh, where is it? No, this should be here. No, it's not it. Okay. Well, let's say, let's say it's this case. This case, but it's far from the walls. Okay? This case, and it's far from the walls. So you only, you, you don't really have a dofa akuma. You want it, Abaya wants to let it anyway. Why? I think Gavoa may seem, Amma. One of Amuchi Gavoa. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah, this is it. Good, but perfect. It's more than four more away. And, and, okay, good. This is the exact case. Thank you, Alan. Okay? So you have sukkah. It's too tall. And they have a thing in the middle. And it's too far from the wall. So you can't count any of the walls. So Abaya thought to say that you could say good asik mechitza. Good asik mechitza means that you could 
phys- you could mentally lift the walls. Being that this platform is more than ten tefachim tall, so the platform has its own walls underneath it. There's a concept of that we could raise the walls of the side of the platform, Alan. See, we're halachically raising these walls, and they're becoming as if when a guy's standing on top of the platform, he's got virtual walls. And well, it's less than twenty already on top of the platform. Top of, a guy standing on top of the platform, he's got less than twenty already, but he has no walls. Problem, he's got no walls. So we're going to mentally or lift the walls from the side of the platform above the platform, and he's got virtual walls. That's called good asik mechitzta. It works on Shabbat. Could that work? On Shabbat, it only works if the size of the of the it's of the platform is ten amot, ten tvachim, because then it's a real wall. Like the if floor, you have seven, the floor to him, what he's standing on. Even though it's, it's a, floor, a floor, right? Is halachal moshe misinag that if you, by by Shabbat that if you have ten tvachim, it does go up. We want to know whether that will work for sukkah or not. It is a halam by, by, by it is a halachal moshe misinag. The trick here is whether that halachal moshe is like to raise the walls, good asik mechitzta, which is many big big machlokin. If you're in yeshiva, you could spend two weeks on this sukkah of what good asik mechitzta. How does it work? Does it work like this? Does it work like that? Because it's not clear what the mechanics of good asik mechitzta are. We have to figure it out from here. But the Gemara wants to know: Can we apply good asik mechitzta to yes, yushkus? Let's see inside. Okay. Uh, okay, we are sep- six lines down on top of the page. It's more than 20 amot tall. Ubana ba amud, and I built an amud, which has 10 tvachim on it. It's also 7 by 7, it's at least the minimum size of a sukkah. We should raise the walls. No. When it comes to sukkah, you need visible walls. And since you don't have visible walls, it's not good. It does not work. Now we have a new case. Ten over one. What happens? So the machloket tanaim. What happens when you stuck four poles into the ground and put skach on top of the four poles? Okay. Again, you have a freestanding skach with four poles on the corners. Okay. That should be no good in theory, because they got no walls, right? Rabbi Yaakov Machshir Ha'amim Poslim. Now we're going to have a machloket between Amoraim, what they're talking about. If you look over here, we have it down. Rav Huna is going to say that the machloket is at the edge of the of the. Of, 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 a, of a table. So now, for example, the, the machloket is that I put a, a pole on the four corners of a house, of a roof, of svatagag. I put a pole over here, and I put skach on top of that. And therefore, the reason why Rav Yaakov says it's okay is because I could use the walls with the poles, and it becomes wallified. Okay? But, and, and the Chachamim say it's no good. But had you put the poles in the middle of the roof, where there are no walls to lift up, then Rabbi Yaakov would for sure agree that it's no good. Are you with me? That's Rav Huna's way of understanding the Machloket. We're going to soon see Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman goes the other way. Rav Nachman says, no, the Machloket is in the middle. That Rabbi Rab Yaakov is allowing even in the middle. Now we'll see how he allows in the middle. It sounds crazy. How could you ever allow in the middle? It's what's it called till here. No, it's not close enough to the wall. It doesn't work. And then that wouldn't work anyway because it's not Tofan Akuma. 
So it's in the middle of the roof and he's still allowing it. What's the difference between that case where it's in the middle of the roof and then what we just case before with the platform? The well, the, plat- no, the platform, no, the platform is the same thing as the side roof because you can pick up the walls. In the middle, you don't even have the sides you can pick up because it's too far. The, even if you pick up the walls up, they're too far from the, from the sky because uh-huh. we're in the middle of the roof. You with us? So the machloket is, according to Rav Nachman, the machloket is in the middle of the roof. Now the Gemara wants to know, what about the svat? According to Rav Nachman, who says the machloket is in the middle, what would he say about the svat? Would he say that everyone agrees to check? Or there's also machloket in the svat? Okay? So let's read inside. You, you, you with me, Alan, or no? Says the Gemara, disagrees what we said before, and he says we do say lift the walls. We don't say pick up the walls. In the middle of the of the of the roof, everyone says pasul because if you can't say what are you doing? The concept of Gudas Hikmechitzta is not, they're not arguing whether or not that's an actual. No, everyone agrees that's a concept. The question is whether, it's whether we can apply it to this. Okay. Correct. So, according to Rav Huna, the whole Machlokan is whether or not Rav Yaakov are arguing about this very question about whether or not you can say Gudas Hikmechitzta by Sukkah. Rav Nachman Amar, no. The Emtahagag Machlokit. The Machlokit is in the middle of the roof. Now we're going to clarify Rav Nachman. Let's clarify. Are we saying the Machlokit is at the middle, but if you're at the side with Gura Chitz Machista, everyone agrees that's okay? Or Dilma, or perhaps. We don't know what Rav Nachman meant. Okay? We end up not knowing where Rav Nachman is going with that. Now we're going to clarify this middle of the thing. TV. we have a question from a Brighta. This question from a Brighta, you're going to see, is going to be a knockout on Rav Huna. Again, Rav Huna is claiming that in the middle of the, of the roof, there is, look at Rav Huna's opinion. In the middle of the roof, no matter what, it's no good. And at the svat, at the edge of the roof, is a machloket. Okay? Says the Gemara, Metivi, Na'at Dal Kundusim Ba'aretz, if I stuck four poles in the ground, Visikech Al Gamana Potskach on top of them, Rabbi Yaakov Machshir Hahamim Poslin. This is case on this, this case is not on the roof. This case is on the on the floor. And it says that Rabbi Yaakov and the Hamim are arguing whether it's kosher. Says the dirt is like the middle of the roof. It's a knockout on Rav Huna. Because Rav Huna had said, Machlok is, in the, is only in the Svat. And here we see that there's Machlok in the dirt, which is the same as the Svat. You lost you? So, no, just, I'm just trying to understand how we know for sure that this, there's a, there are different cases even from what we learned before. Because this one has the word Ba'aretz. Ba'aretz. So we know clearly that's not, not like... So, there's nothing to pick up on the, on the Aretz. You were saying the whole Machloket is at the edge of the roof because you're big doing gura, gura Sik Mechitzta. There's no possibility of Gura Sik Mechitzta on the floor. There's no, there's no roof, there's no walls to lift. And yet, there's Machloket. So that's a Tehuf to the Rav Huna. So now we see that they definitely argue in the middle. You see, the fact, they want to make another inference. They want to say, now that you saw that the, that the bright they brought a case of the dirt, and they didn't bring a case of on top of a roof, 
Let's imply from there, why would they bring you a case of the dirt? They probably show, bring a case of dirt to show you that they only argue in the middle, but if you're on the edge of the roof, everyone will say kosher. On the edge of the roof? Yes. From the, from the fact that you selected a case, and this case is a case of of audits, and you're saying they're arguing there, why would you say a bigger chidush? Say that they're arguing at the edge of the roof. So since you didn't say that case, let's presume that the, that the reason why we didn't say it is because at the edge of the roof, everyone will say it's kosher. And that'll be a double knockout on Ravuna. Because Ravuna said they only argue at the edge and not the middle. And now we're seeing they only argue in the middle and not the edge. It'll be a double knockout. Did you get that or no? no. Okay, we gotta get this. Okay. Ravuna has two parts of it. Part A is Right, Svat versus Emta. Is Svat, part A is that, is that they do argue on the Svat. Mm-hmm. Part B is that they don't argue on the middle. We know that the middle part is X because we have the case of the dirt and they argue on the case of the dirt. But we want to also knock him out about his Svat. We want to say that the Svat, you say there's a Machok on the Svat, there is no Machok on the Svat, it's only check. Not, right. not how, Machok. how do we do that? Because we want to do it from implication. The fact that the, the, the Gemara... The fact that the Gemara, <laughs> the fact that the Gemara is arguing about the Svat implies the fact that the case that Gemara picked for the argument is is in the middle. Brighter, so it could be anything. Brighters are very okay. Uh, you know. The Gemara is going to answer, answer that in a second, but that's what the Gemara is trying to All do. Right. Okay. Okay. Another thing, let's say it's a double question of Huna. Huna will answer you. No. They argue in the middle, they also argue at the edge like me. This, this is that they argue in the middle. We want to show you the strength of Yaakov. So the, the case selection, we assume that the case selection was to show the Rabbanan, that the Rabbanan are saying it's no good, and if so, just say the middle. I want to say no, the case selection might have been to show you Rav Yaakov. And if you want to show you Rav Yaakov's thing, we want to show you a case of the Emta to show you that he even argues on that case. Okay? Even in the middle, he argue, he, he allows. But there still is one knockout over him. Yes, yes, there's still one knockout, but there's no double. Okay, new brighter, and we'll get to the two dots. Tanu Rabbanan. We have a brighter. Ni'etz arba kunusim ba'aretz v'sikech al-gaban. Rabbi Yaakov, man. Exactly the same case. That same case, yes. Rabbi Yaakov, now Rabbi Yaakov is going to explain himself here. Rabbi Yaakov, man. Ro'in kol she'ilu yechakhu v'yechalakhu v'yesh v'yem tefak al-kan 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 Which means the following. The reason why Rabbi Yaakov is allowing this case, even in absence of walls, is because Rabbi Yaakov is claiming that the walls, yes, he agrees that you need three walls to a sukkah, but he's claiming you don't need full walls. You could have one tefah walls each way. So as long as you would have a diumad, which is a little wall like this, with one tefah each direction, Rabbi Yaakov is going to say, that's... The poles are one tefah? So he wants to claim that even though the poles are not one tefah in each direction, it's a round pole. But had you chiseled out the pole, the wood pole, to, and been able to make one teva a, in, into a corner piece out of that chiseled, we look at it as if it's, pre- as if, as if it's chiseled, and therefore there's a teva reckon, and that's why Rabbi Yaakov is allowing it on the dirt. Again, Rabbi Yaakov is allowing poles on the dirt to be okay, 
because not because he's saying sukkahs don't need walls, but rather because he's saying that you could you could virtually make the walls out of the poles. A very wild concept, Rabbi. If but, I had a nice, if I if I had a, 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 a lulav, if I had a lulav, can I make as 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 if as if it's as if it was the most beautiful lulav. If I if I caught it a little earlier. <laughs> right now, you know, it grew a little too much. But if, it, if I had caught it a little earlier, it could have been the Jenna. <laughs> so, really, oh, it's very. Uh, okay, so you should just know that there's two chidushim. Chidush number one is that a one tefach wall. We, we, we're used to saying that the walls need full walls, right? You need seven tefachim for the wall. The wall has to cover your whole side of the sukkah. <laughs> Other thing is, even if you buy this virtual splitting, it's still only a one tefach by one tefach wall. That's a chidush on its own that Rabbi Yaakov is allowing. Yeah, one huge. That's one thing. Second thing is that that even though it's not act, you don't actually see it. So does he not hold? You need seven by seven. He agrees it has to be seven by seven. So how does he get to seven? Because I, I, I don't need a full a wall over the full course of the seven. As long as I have one tefach, that's my wall. I need four. I need three walls, but not necessarily three walls of the full seven. Se- full seven. I can have a one tefach wall, and that's enough. So I need a one tefach north wall, one tefach south wall, and one tefach. Te- tefach uh, east wall. So you have two, three. You have here, and I have Diumat, I have a wall. Now that's chidush number one. Chidush number two is right. that even though it's not actually cut out. Yes, but of course he will not allow. If you have a broomstick, he's not allowing because a broomstick you can't cut out a tefach. It's not thick enough to cut out a tefach. It has to be thick enough for a tefach each way. So you have a log or a tree post. He says, what's the difference if I chisel it already? Or I don't chisel it. It's, it's big enough to, ha- to hold the tefach. That's good enough for him. You got it? But it, he does need the thickness of the poles to be at least, I guess, a, I don't a, a, you, a, a diameter of whatever it is. How do you square? How do you, how do you... Here, hold on. I'll show you. Let's look at the picture over here. No, I understand the concept. I, was, I don't understand how you can say that. I still hold it needs to be 7 by 7. But if it's one tefach, then it's okay. The suk... The, the suk a sukkah needs to be a minimum size. But the walls don't have to cover the entire length of the sukkah. I need walls. I need sukkah, minimum uh, size, and I need walls. So, so you're talking about how far apart they are. Right. We're not talking about... Right. You understand? I mean, the ground has to be seven The ground... I have to be sitting in a, in, in a sukkah that's normal. The sukkah has to be able to fit right. me in it. Right. Now, okay. and I need walls also. But how, who, who said the two are connected? Mm. That's what he's saying. Okay, let's read it inside. If I could chisel it and split it, and it has a tefach in each direction, it's, it's counted as a duo amud. Diumad is duo amud. It's a Greek word. The imlav, and if it's not thick enough, we can't count diumad. Because Rakov used to say, Dium desuka tefach. He need two walls, meaning along the entire length of the sukkah. The machok is about the walls. say, I need two walls, entire length of the sukkah. So if your sukkah is seven tvachim, I need seven tvachim walls. If your sukkah is seven, seven miles, I need seven mile walls. According to Rachamim, your walls must, right, equal, must be equal to, two of your walls have to be equal to the length of your sukkah. And the third one, they agree, could be only a tefach. Even the Chachamim agreed to Tefach walls, but only on the third one, not on the first two. They hold two Kilchatan, Mishlishit, Afil Tefach. And Rabbi Yaakov says, no, all three Tefach is fine. Okay? Clear? We're at the two dots. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, 
Amen ve Amen. Thank you, everyone.